feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie. You lucky bitches. What a week it's been. Never a truer word spoken. Hello, love. Come here. Come oh, here. I know. Let's all have a group hug. Group oh, hug. I think yeah. we need it. I'll yeah, put the yeah. kettle on. We'll all have right. a cuppa. Okay. Steady the ship. <laughs> Steady the ship. Sarah Larson. Hello, Sarah. I would like on Gadio. Oh, where do we start there? Mm. Where do we start there? Morning, loves. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Should we start by giving out the uh, bits and bobs to get in touch, please? Yes, Neil. you can tweet us yeah. at this is endebs yeah. and at Gadio, and our email is endebs at gadio.co.uk. Before we do anything, uh, because we are, we are, we are where we are. Uh, could we say thank you very much to Chris Blackmore who was in last week yeah. for us? Yeah. All right. Um, where do we start, love? I mean, where do we start? Because things will set us off, and you know they will. I know, I know. Um, there's lots on today's show, um, an amalgamation of all sorts of things from around the world. Mm. But can can I just play you one thing that this is the one that gets me? It's gonna, right. this, is, this is the one that has got me this week. Okay. I keep mine in here for later. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I've I know. seen that clip mm. so many times, yeah, yeah. and it's her face when she pulls out the sandwiches. Sandwich, yeah. That is the sandwich face mm. is the most. I'm going to print that out because I've been thinking I'm going to f- have a photo around the house of her. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to have that photo because there's pure joy on her face. Oh, completely. Yes. Pure yeah. joy. Yeah. 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 Um, and she was really, the... she was really game for all of that stuff. You know, um, they were talking about the thing that she did for James Bond for the Olympics and it was her idea to be sitting at the desk when he walked in that wasn't in the original script so she was yeah. really game to take part in all those things lovely lady zip it shrimpy because that's, <laughs> you actually ruined a surprise link <laughs> that I've gone there so I'd like everyone to forget that they've heard that from Neil Sexton's right. okay. uh, mouth please because there's it's going, a link for later you've sort of ruined but that's alright right. am I off to the tower now am I yeah, no 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 not this week Neil not this week and also I must warn you uh, Neil there will be a weekly weigh-in starting oh, this week. Oh, no. Yes, I'm afraid so, but right now I think we should move on with some music and I'm going to come back with something beautiful I found from Australian radio involving a wonderful dear queen. Top Talk and Oliver Nelson, nothing but a heartache on Gadio. This is Nina Debbie here this Saturday morning. Welcome to the show if you've joined us. Yeah, who broke my heart, Neil? Mm. You did! You did! This is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. You know, fun fact, uh, Martin Fry from ABC used to be Australian Lisa, my beautiful girlfriend's uh, landlord. Really? He used to come around. Yeah, he used to come around. No. What? 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 <laughs> Who broke my shelves? <laughs> you did. He used to come around to the inspection. Oh, right. it's weird, isn't it? That's weird. In with a clipboard going, right. oh, they've gone down. Did he Those, wear that, that, that uh, gold lame suit he used to wear on the telly? No, Neil, because no. that's for showbiz. So oh, why would you okay. do that? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's actually quite disappointing when you meet stars and they dress up norm. Mm, We've mm. done that quite a few times in our lives. And you think, oh, yeah, you don't yeah. look like you did in your video costing £20 million. Pounds. <laughs> 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 what a disappointment you are! <laughs> sure they said the same. 
Uh, Neil, lots on today's show. We've got your award-winning news. That's next. Uh, me- yeah. Momentarily. We must get to your tweets that they've built up over three weeks now. We've got a three-week backlog, so we might have to call in Dynarod <laughs> to poke those out the other end. But also, Neil, a little confession for you. Right. I've been unfaithful uh, this, this week listening oh. to the radio. Right. I have been glued to Australian radio because they have done the best shows about the Queen. And I have learned more about our dear Queen oh. from Australia, who love her. And there's no, I mean, they don't dress it up in cotton wool, love. No. It, it's straight on the Barbie and out comes the story. Right. Uh, so I'm going to share this with you. This is from ABC Sydney, and it involves a woman who is, as we speak, on a plane to come over for the Queen's funeral. Right. And if you'd like to roll VT, Neil, uh, uh, this is a little bit of it. Three months ago, she had a Zoom meeting with the Queen. Here's a little of that conversation. Hello, Your Majesty. Thank you so very much for making time to meet us. And, and, and have, I mean, the, during the pandemic, that must have been quite difficult to do, wasn't it? She, the Queen handled what could have been an incredibly difficult conversation Mm. and she handled it with such a plum. Is that the right word, love? Yeah, that's a good word. A plum. A plum. All right, so there we go. Whoever that lady was on the Zoom call, though, she sounded like Danny Minogue, didn't she? Are you sure the Queen was having a chat with Danny Minogue? No, she wasn't. And you might regret that when I play the clip out. It's very inappropriate, actually. But that's all right. No, that's okay. Jodie Harsh, it's called Shock on Gadio. This one well, has been wow. a week, hasn't it, for one of those? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's horrible to segue from that into that, <laughs> love. I'm sorry. Hugh Edwards would never have done that. It's awful. Oh, wasn't but he good? Keep it, he was very keep good. Keeping a tally. <laughs> keeping a tally on you, Sexton. Minus 10 professional points. That is. Uh, Hugh Edwards is an amazing, incredible broadcaster. Mm. I don't know yeah. how the hell he does it. No, so no, was Tom. Tom Bradby was excellent was as well. So was, yeah. so was Juliet Chinnam. I do love my RTV. Yeah. Over to Twitter, we plot Neil at this is Ndebs at KDO email, Ndebs at KDO.co.uk. We've got a new listener to welcome to the fold. Oh, lovely. I'm going to play Jodie Harsh. Well, we are going to play Jodie Harsh for you. Husky man. Husky man. Hi. Tell me what you like to do in your spare time, he says. Mm. No, we won't be doing that. But welcome to you, Husky man. It's beautiful to have you listening. The good, the bad, and the lovely. Get it? Got it? Good. Right, casting our eyes over some of the things that have been going on this week. Well, obviously, big story first of all. Uh, Manchester's first openly gay Lord Mayor, Carl Austin Behan, says the late Queen genuinely cared about the LGBTQ plus community, speaking to Her Majesty during an event at which she herself had requested an LGBTQ plus choir to perform. Carl says that they talked about the importance of diversity and inclusion and that it was clear to him that Her Majesty truly cared which is lovely. I adore that so much. And let's not forget that the Queen Mother, she adored our community. In Mm. fact, I heard a rumour that she only employed homosexuals. I think that's so, That's what I heard. Well, backstairs Billy. Exactly. Backstairs Billy. Uh, Actor Luke Evans summed up up how many of us have been feeling when he told Good Morning Britain that uh, the loss of the Queen is like the nation losing a grandmother. Luke has had a long association with King Charles through his involvement with the Prince his trust and spoke about how valuable the work the trust does in giving young people the opportunity of a better future. It's great to have a platform and a voice and people recognise you and then you tell them this, your backstory and 
it, it'll trigger good things in, in, in young people who might have gone through the same thing mm -hmm. as you and see that you've got through it and you're, you're succeeding and you're putting it behind you and you, you know, you're open to cleansing yourself of those bad memories. And the Prince's Trust gave me a vehicle to use my voice to reach a lot of young people. Let's hope it continues with the new Prince of Wales. I'm sure it will do in some form. Oh, my gosh, he's mm. totally... I've yeah. got no doubt about that. Yeah. Finally, the editor-in-chief of British Vogue, Edward Enifel, is promoting his new memoir, A Visible Man, so-called because he says, as a gay, working-class black man and formerly a refugee, he spent much of his life challenging preconceptions whilst pushing for inclusion and representation. With Kate Moss and Sienna Miller amongst his close friends, Edward has been telling the BBC about the difficulty he found in coming out to his family while also finding new friends in the LGBTQ plus community. I accepted the fact that I was gay, but I think I was working to hide that. I was working to hide the pain of having been thrown out of home, not having a relationship with my dad. And also what happens with a lot of gay kids is, you know, they leave home before they can be rejected. It's always like, I'm going to reject you before you rejected me. And I did, you know, I mean, I was kicked out. But at the same time, I didn't really keep... I found this new tribe. So I didn't really stay in touch with my family. And we've been so close. So that was all that pain to deal with. He is the editor of British Vogue. Very good. Neil, we've got to get an interview with him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, that was beautiful. But also, we've got so much in common. We count Kate Moss and Sienna Miller amongst our greatest friends as well. <laughs> Beautiful news, Neil. Amazing. Got now Gadia's anthems coming away in about half an hour from now. This is Neil Debbie here. Yes, but who was that, Neil? In radio school, they tell you to back an ounce. That was St. John. Uh, roses. Yeah. Mm. yeah, there we go. Yes, I'll have a few of those down the gob. It's nearly the season to get chunky, monk, chunkier, isn't it? We've got our way in a bit later on. Oh, Neil, no. Yes. Are you, yes, talk, are you talking... Sexercise! Mm, yeah. We've got to... We've both put on a lot of weight and we need to lose it before we put it back, back on, on over Christmas. Christmas. So that's, yeah. that's coming <laughs> up. We've also got a uh, music quiz for you, Neil. Right. Uh, buzz in when you know which musical diva who's about to star in a brand new biopic is this. <laughs> Corpus Christi Wang. Is it Whitney? It sounds like Whitney Houston. Yeah, if you didn't know that, I don't want to be. I don't want to be rude, but you really should get out. <laughs> don't belong on this radio station. You know what? <laughs> LF system. Afraid to feel on Gadio. Yeah, featuring Neil, who's my favourite singer, and we never give the amazing backing singers whose vocals are on songs like that, we never give them the cred that they need. Mm. Deborah James, Neil. Oh, Deborah James, right, who an LF system were two builders this time last year, and now look at them. Oh, yeah. Well, they're being A bit boring, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, is, uh, this is Endeps. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Carry on. At Gainio, email at uk. Neil, I'd like to take you, if I may, and I'd like to take you as well, um, into a darkened room. No, no, not the ones you're normal. You suit your studios. Oh, that'll, that'll learn you. <laughs> Basically, I'm trying to say, let's go to the cinema and press play, please. Neil, here's a new trailer. 
Special guest in the audience tonight, legendary record executive, Mr. Clive Davis. My voice is gone. What? You start the show tonight. No talking back. I'm your mother. What's your name again? Whitney Elizabeth Houston. Maybe. Maybe. It's got to have a hook. A hook? Yeah. I'll give it a hook. <laughs> oh, oh. Love. We haven't got long to go now. This is the biopic. Am I saying that right? The biopic. Well, I would say biopic, but it's whatever. Well, there we go. There's the biopic yeah. of Whitney Houston, mm. and the person that's playing Whitney is more like Whitney than Whitney. Her name is Naomi Aki, and her voice is ridiculous. And it's the same person that did the Bohemian Rhapsody film. Uh, so it is good, right, yeah. right? But the question on everyone's lips, Neil, is... Will Whitney be outed in the film? Because Robin mm. is in the film, not the actual Robin who sold her book uh, basically on the back of saying that she was a girlfriend of Whitney Houston's. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's quite yeah. boring. Well, not boring, but you flick through to the bit to find that out, don't you? You go, it did they? Oh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, they did. So she is going to feature in the film and all the news I'm on out.com mm. is whether the film actually confirms right. the Whitney. Yes. They were Whitney. very close, weren't they? There's no doubt yes. about it. You very know. good friends. They were very good friends. Very good friends. But what I love about it is that we're going to get to fall in love with Whitney all over again, aren't we? Yeah. 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 And the, the music and everything. Mm, and yeah. I and I just can't wait. It looks really, really classy, actually, love. Yeah. yeah it's really is. classy. Well, I can't wait. And Grandad Clive's in it, too. I mean, what? <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh, There's Harry Styles and his unique style of dressing with late night oh. talking on Gadio. Neil and Debbie here. Oh. Mm. Oh, Neil Sexton Fashionista there. <laughs> uh, this is Endebs at Gadio. Email endebs at gadio.co.uk. We will be catching up with Australian Lisa a little bit later on, who may or may not be in the queue uh, to Westminster Hall as we speak. Oh, right. So I'm going to catch up. We'll, we'll, she's going to catch up with us in a bit later. But right now, Neil, I've been listening to a lot of Australian radio uh, this week because their coverage you know that the Queen was adored absolutely adored in Australia when she first went to Australia three quarters of the population went to see her wow that's a lot I mean that's it's huge yeah, it's yeah. huge yeah and I I must say there's, there's one quick clip I thought wow I mean the Queen handled any situation with such class. So off we go to, we're going to ABC Sydney, Australia, and there is a presenter, Neil, and her name is... Can on your name? Nose, yes. Oh, dear. I'm just I love these you. moments on the show. All the preparation that you put into your research and then you can't find it in the moment. Like I said, the host is called Kessie. Hello, <laughs> Kessie McCulloch. And she spoke to someone on her show called uh, Shannon... One, all right, who was Australian of the Year, an amazing woman, and we pick up with her right now. Uh, hello, Cassie. Hello. Hello, good to be with you. And first up this hour, we'll catch up with one of the 10 ordinary 
well, they're not really that ordinary, Australians who will be getting on a plane with the Prime Minister this afternoon to attend the Queen's funeral. Earlier, Shannon Wan this year was named Australian of the Year local hero for 2022. She's one of my personal heroes too. She's amazing. Three months ago, she had a Zoom meeting with the Queen. Here's a little of that conversation. Hello, Your Majesty. Thank you so very much for making time to meet us. I work through my charity that I founded, which is called Sober in the Country, and I'm raising awareness around alcohol harm, specifically in rural and remote areas where the barriers of permanent isolation, as we call it, never end. I do that because I nearly died about seven years ago from my own battle with alcoholism. And, and, and have, I mean, the, during the pandemic, that must have been quite difficult to do, wasn't it? When people are in isolation, the barriers to getting help and support are amplified and exacerbated. And so, in fact, we're kind of the experts in ISO because that's our normal. Yes, because Australia being so big, it's very easy to become isolated, isn't it? It's been an interesting couple of years, Your Majesty. Oh, isn't that wonderful? I mean, how brave would you have to be to talk to the Queen uh, about something so personal like that? We'll catch up with Shanna very shortly. Oh, isn't that amazing? amazing? Yeah. But how brilliant for the Queen to deal with. That's a really heavy topic. I don't think, would you know what to say at the end of that? No. And she just went straight in and yeah. dealt with it. She almost felt like she was holding Shannon's hand yes, yeah. while she was saying that. Just yeah. absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. That's what I really want. Lil Nas X on Gadio. This is Nina Debbie here. We are edging ever closer to freedom of choice this week. And also, of course, mm. Gadio's anthems here soon. Oh, that's what I that's what I live for now. I live <laughs> for the anthems. <laughs> This is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. I sound like I'm reading terms and conditions at the end of a long time. I don't know. Neil, I've just had some messages in from Australian Lisa. Right. Uh, and it's Reeves of E. She knows so many people who are going to London specifically mm. to visit Westminster Hall over the weekend. Right. And I, I, um, Lisa might even be in the queue. Really? Wow. Yeah, we, we catch up with she's all this week. She rang me up. Love, do you remember? I don't want to be morbid, but it's part of, it's very much part of what's happened over the last week. Lisa rang me up last Friday, sorry, last Thursday. And I couldn't understand what she was saying. She just burst into tears. And oh. I thought, oh my gosh, you're all right. And she just couldn't talk. Mm. And then literally the second the phone went down, she goes, I've got to go. And I went, oh no, I think I know what's happened. The second afterwards, I put the TV on and the phone goes and my dad calls and he says, Debs, are you all right? Yes. And I, and I went, and I did what Lisa did to me, to him. He couldn't understand a word of it. Oh. I went, mean, I can't believe And I burst out. I just couldn't hear what I was saying. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he says, Debs, Debs, just remember, she it's she wanted to, to for her whole life, to for her duty, and what a remarkable life she's had. And she he gave this most amazing speech. Oh, I lovely. Yeah, I yeah, said, well, and well done, your dad. Because you need, you yeah. need people just to check that you're all right, yeah. because it really yeah. has struck yeah. a chord. Oh. A little bit Later on, um, can I play you the EastEnders tribute to how right. they tried to cover it? Have you heard? No, I haven't, no. Oh. Well, I'm going to say shoehorned. I'm going to say it was sort of <laughs> touching, but sort of, oh, okay, so they're moving the script on then. So we'll visit that. And also, um, can I please tell you about my Auntie Trish, who spent an afternoon with the Queen? Hang on, she spent an yeah. afternoon. Did you... Uh, 
my didn't know about this until wow. about two days ago. May I ask, did you ever encounter the Queen at all? No, but people do say I do have a very passing resemblance to Princess Anne, which you well know, Neil. So I am going to, I am going to get do some DNA testing yeah, if I'm very good. honest with right, you. Oh yeah, okay. stuff and nonsense, stuff and nonsense. Saturday morning on Gadio. This is Neil and Debbie here with our yeah. regular show. You can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. On regular show. <laughs> What do you mean? What is a regular show? (laughs) A regular show? (laughs) Oh, dear. I'm going over to Twitter, Neil, because we've got a birthday to... Oh, very good. Yes. He's one of our favourite writers. He wrote The Gay Divorcee. He used to edit Attitude magazine. Is it uh, Paul Burston? Mr. Paul Burston. Mr. Mm. Paul Burston. It was his his birthday because it was in the week. He says, it's my balloon day. Another year older and deeply indebted to my loved ones. Happy birthday to me. So could we say happy birthday to the beautiful Paul Burston? Because it's difficult at this this time, isn't it, to sort of celebrate Mm. when the mood is as it is. Yes, yes. Um, But I sent him him three balloons from us and I hope he enjoyed it. I hope he's floating away somewhere like that character out of Up. Because I really did blow those hard. <laughs> Move on. TMI. Simmons and Christopher, the weekend on Gadia's anthems. Nina Debbie here. And before that, you heard a little tune from Totally Enormous, Your Love. Oh, that's actually very cruel, Neil, because you looked at me when you said that. <laughs> I know. And we're so you- close to. Yeah, you don't forget during anthems. Who do you like to snack size? It's so weird you say that, Neil, because look what I'm holding up to camera three. Sorry. <gasps> look at that. Beautiful. Camera three. What am I holding up? That is Italian something soda. Yes, I'm trying to lose weight. Right. And it's very hard when there's a cost of living crisis because I'm only buying, I've made a promise to myself, I'm only buying food and sale. Right. All right, so I've got some out-of-date hummus and some falafel, which are about three days out of date, but I'm eating those. Okay, isn't hummus quite fattening? Well, uh, so the the rule of only buying marked down stuff, it doesn't always have to be, it just has to be marked down. And also, like, case in question, look what I've got here. I bought three packets of these. You know how we bulk bought? bog roll during mm. covid yeah i'm bike bulk, i'm bulk buying things that are on offer right so i've got three liters of ribena <laughs> right and in waitress they had laughing cow for a pound oh nice that, yeah very oh, good actually, yeah. they're mm. really nice and they're good for calcium as well it doesn't so bode well for Sexercise. all this cheese eating does it yeah but it's only about 20 calories a thing isn't it <laughs> <laughs> isn't it i thought this was quite good for you I think now. Over to Twitter now. Right. Real <laughs> at, this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Uh, we have to say hello to Gina the Pooch. Oh, very no, good. Gina, Gina, Gina. Poor. Other, other poor. Don't <laughs> lick there, Gina. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, Gina is a free, free speech supporter. Nice. She's <laughs> partial to a flavoured vodka. And a dog. Not, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope this is your owner. Yes, I think let's go with that. <laughs> Gina, the, the vodka drinking dog. Actually, can we say happy birthday as well while we're here? Mm. Um, Pixie, the failed guide dog, turned nine no. yesterday. Oh, wow. She's nine. 
So that is Pixie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, Pixie. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And she's not allowed to get any older because she can't. I could, we can't have anything. Oh no! Her. Don't bring. Yeah. She's getting a little grey beard as well, so I'm going to be dying that for just for these doors a bit later in the week. <laughs> Masters at work. I'm going to take that broom. Neil and Debbie here with Gaudia's <gasps> anthems. Yeah. Yeah, that's exercise, Neil. Uh, we no, can get yeah. exercise. <laughs> uh, now, uh, the other week uh, when we weren't here, I was engaged uh, in that week oh! listening to a... No, 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 not that kind of engagement. I was engaged listening to a podcast, uh, the Homo Sapiens podcast, and they got into the subject of a particular person that they were talking about. But I wanted, before I get into that, talk about your best friend, Anthony, who I yeah. remember us talking about on the show before, used to carry quite a bit of weight on him and then he went on to Australia didn't he and he sort of kind of found himself and came out lost all the weight he came back a third of the man that mm. he went out but came back as more than the man that he went out Brilliant. as if you see yes. what I mean yeah, yeah. so interesting the effect that uh, not being out and being able to be yourself has effect has on you. In the Homo Sapiens podcast, Christopher, who's great on there, uh, is uh, has done a brilliant interview with Billy Porter. And during the conversation, just chatting away, and Luther Van Dross came up in conversation, the oh. legendary soul singer, of course. And um, you know, he had hits with Never Too Much, Dance With My Father. Chris asked whether Billy Porter knew whether or not that, uh, you know, Luther Van Dross was gay. He was so gay. And the reason he went up and down in weight mm -hmm. and died at 52 was because he was not allowed to be himself. Well, nobody talked about that, and the black community doesn't talk about that. And it's the black community's homophobia that killed him. And I'll say it because it's because he lived. And I knew Luther. It's because he lived and, and, and laid down his life that I can be who I am out loud and proud and I miss him so much and I know his partner his partner who nobody ever knew was his partner it really breaks my heart and it makes me so happy and so determined to make sure that it's a different story now wow how about that eh it's a prison, love. Mm. It is a prison, and I can see people. Do you know? You know when you well, before you come out, you are all stressed. Your shoulders are, and yeah, I'm going to say I was probably a lot heavier than I am now. Mm. Well, not that much, but I just wasn't. Mm. I look back at photos and I go, "Oh, Debbie, yeah. you don't look. You just don't look happy." Mm. I worked for his record company, Neil. Oh, right. And there was a lot of talk about how he was not allowed to have a boyfriend mm. or to be out. Mm. And all his songs are about falling in love with women and being this romantic singer. And Billy Porter's absolutely right. He, Luther Vandross used to go up and down in weight. And you can look and go, it wasn't that he wanted to be that way. He was an unhappy person. Yeah. He yeah. was trapped. He was a trapped man. Mm. God bless Billy Porter. I know. It's really, yeah. yeah, it makes you sad, though, doesn't it? it makes Very you really sad. sad. But let us luxuriate in some classic Luther, shall we? Beautiful. Oh, wow. Love it. Luther Van Dross. Yeah, shine on Gadia's anthems. Janet. Luther. <laughs> what song's that in? What song's that from, Neil? Oh, no. Best things, things in, in life are free. free. Yeah, but so they're true. not. They cost too much money. <laughs> 
Uh, this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. I loved what you said. I love that um, clip from Billy Porter. I just mm. absolutely love it. Very emotional. You want to sort of send Billy Porter into schools, don't you, and say, not coming out or not being yourself, will you will create a prison for your mm. mind. And, and when that happens, your body, you you, yeah. you can see people when they're not happy, love. Yeah, well, even Sir Ian McKellen says that it wasn't until he came out in his, I think it was his 40s, when he came out on that Radio 4 programme, yeah. that he oh. then became, he felt a much better actor because he was able to be yeah. completely his authentic self. It's so important. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's beautiful, love. Mm. Yeah. Right, should oh, we move on? I don't know. Oh, that's a bit... uh, Well, if you must do it, it's not very smooth if you know what I'm saying. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. It's the music that we choose. We have to move on because it's time for our regular deep dive into the archive to... (coughs) Sorry. I'm sorry, it's my diet drink. I'm, on a, I'm having a diet Madagascan cola. Just sorry. This. this is what this show is like most <laughs> no, of the time. I'm going to no. play, Debbie, three clips, classic tunes, and you'll hear those clips. You have to decide which of those songs you're going to hear the clips from. We were going to hear in full at the oh. end of the anthems hour, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep, and I've yep. just realised um, yeah. I haven't got my list of what the tracks are, so here's sorry. your first one. <laughs> Toy and running, choice number one there. That's your first yeah. Okay. Uh, next yeah. up, how about some Jodie Watley? I want your love. Jodie Watley, I want your love. That is your second choice this week. I want that one, love. Well, you're not if you don't mind. To any suggestions as to which one you fancy yet? Then you have one more choice. Here comes another little classic old tune from back in the day. Uh, this is Firefox and Sex Shooter. <laughs> Firefox, Sex Shooter. Uh, that is your third and final choice. You have 30 minutes to decide which of those ones you'd like to hear in full. Okay. Well, it won't be that last one. I could do that for nothing. <laughs> it's probably going to be Jody, but no. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Put your hands up for Detroit. Ferry Legrand, put your hands up. These are Gadia's anthems. This is Neil Debbie yeah. on Gadia. You can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadia. Email Ndebs at Gadia.co.uk. Avicii on the way soon. So just to remind you, Neil, Lisa ruined that song for me, so I have to pass on the ruinness. So what does Feddy Legrand say at the end of that? Put your hands up for Detroit. What do you think he says? I love this city. No, it's a lovely city, which I think is a very, very pop lyric. (laughs) So minus a pox on him, pox on him. Oh, this is it. Oh, you've just given out all those details. Uh, Neil, I've just had incoming from Lisa. Oh, right, yes, You've yes, got a yes. couple of choice. I think she's about to send you a message. Oh, good. Uh, so we can either do that next or we can do a weigh-in or I can tell you the most magnificent story behind the Queen and the Bond scene. Uh, so it's entirely up to you. We've well, still got... Uh, I want all three. Well, the, no, you will, you, will, you will get them all because I've done okay. the show prep. 
Well, I think so the Queen, the Queen, the Queen. Do you want the Queen, queen next? Yeah. Okay, we'll yeah. get we'll have yeah. the Queen. Well, I'll get that ready for you now. So I'll okay. put that uh, put that uh, I'll put that aside. Thank you so much. Stereo love from Edward Mayer. These are Gadio's anthems. That's true. Ah, this is Endebs. Gadio, email Endebs at gadio.co.uk. This one is for you, Kesa, who is drinking out of his new Gadio cup. <laughs> oh, have you had, they got merch? They got merch now. <laughs> Maybe we could get a fridge magnet made, Neil. <laughs> oh, no, we're not going to Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get a fridge, Endebs, uh, fridge magnet. Um, Neil. Yeah. I'd like you to think back. I don't know about you, but this last week, the things that I have loved seeing the most on anything of the TV coverage to do with the Queen is her smiling. Yes. Is her enjoying mm. when she went somewhere and the reaction from from people she met or the crowds. And yeah. when you see her smile, it lights up everything. And I want to take you back to 2012 to a story you might know, but you might not know everything behind it. I'm talking about this scene here from Buckingham Palace. Good evening, Mr. Bond. Good evening, Your Majesty. Isn't it lovely? Yeah. It smile, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then... Daniel Craig walks down the corridor and the corgis are all there and you just think, oh, how wonderful, how wonderful. So when the 2012 Olympics, when that played out and they put the helicopter and the Queen jumped out of the helicopter, right? Was the, it was the Queen, Neil. It was the Queen. Then they cut to um, the Queen and Prince Philip walking into the you can see them in in camera and this has got played out listen to the reaction from the crowd who had just seen the bond scene ladies and gentlemen please stand for her majesty the queen and his royal highness the duke of edinburgh never can her majesty have been introduced to her public in a manner like that and the crowd have loved it Every man and woman on his feet to again celebrate Her Majesty in her Diamond Jubilee year. And the most amazing thing is, and you only watch this, uh, you know, with retrospective eyes, is when she saw the crowd's reaction to her playing. I'm, I'm convinced that's why she did Paddington. Right, yes. She saw the crowd's reaction. But do you know the story about exactly how that scene came about? No, do tell. No, I think you did earlier, Neil, because oh, you did well. let it slip that Danny Boyle uh, <laughs> told the story. But I have got a great interview that Danny Boyle did, which was behind the scenes with the Queen. Can I play it to you next? Oh, I love that. Oh, this is yeah. brilliant. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm loving this. Thank yeah. you, babe. Good evening, Mr. Bond. Good evening, Your Majesty. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. I don't tire of that one or Paddington. Uh, it's Neil W. It's Gadio. Hello. Uh, I found a great clip in the week because I've been watching a lot of things, the happiest stories about the Queen. And this was beautiful. Do you remember how amazing we felt? We were just talking during that song, Neil. 2012 Olympics. I know, yeah. It was... We were at our we were- zenith. United Kingdom, weren't we? It was such a great feeling. But when that scene came on the TV, I remember watching it at home. I'd had a glass or two. 
And I went, no, no, that's not the Queen. Yeah. And she turned around, it was the Queen. Yeah. Here's Danny Boyle on Jonathan Ross's show to tell you exactly why that scene came to be. Well, OK, now that was an incredible moment and that was a surprise to everyone. How did you actually get her? Because you, you didn't initially ask her to do it, did you? Well, well, no, because um, it was part of the protocol. You have to bring in the head of state and sing the national anthem, and we thought we'll do something different. So we wrote up this idea of the James Bond idea, and we sent it into them, and we were asking really for permission to, for them to accept that it wouldn't embarrass them and we'd get a double, a good double, and we were like thinking, you know, Helen Mirren, you know, who could we ask, yeah, you know, yeah. who's a really good actor? And they came back and said, we're delighted for you to do it, and Her Majesty would like to be in it herself. And she would like to, this surreal thing, she would like to play herself. <laughs> and how was she to work with? Because I wouldn't imagine she's used to taking direction. Well, no, it was, it, so we did it in the room where she greets the Prime Ministers. And then before we started, I went into the other room, which is where she lives, obviously. And she said hello, and she said, I've been at the dentist all morning, so I'm not in a very good mood. Wow. So that put me right in my place yeah. straight away. <laughs> um, and then she said, what do you want me to do? And I told her, and she said, fine. So we got in and we started doing it. And then she said, don't you think I should say something? So you didn't have any dialogue planned for her? No, there was no dialogue written. She said, don't you think I should say something? And I said, yes, okay. And what do you suggest? And she said, I'll, I'll do something. And, uh, and we started shooting. And she turned around and she said her lines beautifully. Wow. Wow, so she improvised. She improvised. And you know, I watched a show with uh, Princess Anne talking. Not even Princess Anne knew that was happening. Oh, really? No one knew. It was a surprise to everyone. She was great, Absolute wasn't she? brilliant. So earlier on from the archive, I gave you three clips from three classic tracks. You have your yes, moment you now. Tell us which one you'd like to hear in full. Well, we just heard on the jingle there, it's the music that you choose. Mm. I did actually choose Jodie Watley, <laughs> but Neil has very cruelly said, I'm afraid she's off. We've had to take her off the menu. She's gone off. So I've got to play this, apparently now, so this is not my choice. <laughs> Please enjoy. <laughs> It's Neil and Debbie here on Gadio this Saturday morning. Get yourself ready, Neil, because we're having we're restarting our weekly oh, weigh-in no. because the the goose is getting fat. Neil, the goose is no, getting look fat. Away. Is that, yeah, Make yeah, it that's look yeah. Away. yeah. That'll be us. That'll be us looking. Time for our weekly random clips at midday. September is the January in deep. Oh. I'm simply going to minutes. Dua Lipa hallucinates on Gadio. Good afternoon. Sorry, who are you? You. That was very. Good afternoon. This is the BBC. What are you eating? I've just. You've got me in the mood for some cheese now. I've got some pork yeah. saloon. Right. Pork salut. AB, how ABC one are you? This is new and Debbie. This is new and Debbie. No, I don't want to be rude. You shouldn't just take a chunk of pork saloon and put it into your gob. That's really fattening. That's really You were eating me. cheese earlier on. I was eating laughing cow cheese, which is, excuse me, 37 calories a slice. So up <laughs> How many slices have you had? <laughs> One, right? So this is new and Debbie. If you are new to the show, a few months ago, at the beginning of the year, mm. Neil and I started a weekly weigh-in, like on Weight Watchers, mm. because I was going to Australia and I needed to lose a lot of weight. Yeah. And I've, I've got this feeling, if you're not accountable... You're just going to go, oh, don't matter, don't matter. So you have to be accountable. So what better way to be accountable than to 
encourage all of us to get on the scales each week and we have to actually look at those figures we have to look we have to hoik our jelly fight splotchy bodies love i haven't weighed myself since april i'm petrified yeah me too over to twitter we go if you want to take part of this please do because you know join us join us doing it from moeed hello moeed um i think you guys uh sorry I think you people, I think we'll change it to, need to try Gusto boxes, all the portions and new recipes every day. I love it and it's good for dieting too. Oh, very good. Yeah, well, I'll eat the box at this rate. I'll eat uh, this weighing scale. So, <laughs> made a new jingle for us, Neil, whilst we step onto the right. hideous okay. scales. Mm. All right, uh, uh, go for it. Tonight, we are going to witness heavyweight Neil and Debbie of oh. the world <laughs> uh, let's get ready to rumble alright so step on the scales now Neil I'm all just right. I've actually taken all my clothes off apart from a dressing gown you've got a dressing even, gown on yeah I've, just... I've even blown my nose to get rid of any extra <laughs> weight <laughs> right. right okay everybody on zero right yeah, you go right. on first right. you go first Oh, I'm so no. scared. I'm tipping. Oh, I think it's gonna... Tipping uh, th- 14. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I think, no. I think it's going to go around twice. I'm hideous. <laughs> hideous. Fat and hideous. Oh, I'm nowhere near that, love. You know, you've really got a lot of work to do. <laughs> um, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, well, if I, if I sort of lean on one leg more, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at 13. Right. No, you're not. I'm at 12, love. Stop rocking backwards and forwards. <laughs> okay, fair. Let's call it 30. Don't look at me. I'm hideous. Hideous. Fat and hideous. That's us. I'm five, five foot ten. Five foot ten. <laughs> David Greta, Becky Hill, Ella Henderson. Crazy what love can do. Yeah. Would you like a blueberry? It'll be here on KDO. Uh, yeah. I'd love one actually. That'd be delicious. How very a little, these were these were knocked. Well, the, the, these were knocked down. Part of my keeping on track for spending money. These were knocked down in Waitrose to right. one pound thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you, love. They're off. <laughs> but that's all good. Why was just trying to go? This is Zendems at KDO at I am just about that out of my mouth.co.uk. Hello to Funky London P. Funky London P says it's lovely to have you back both. Lovely to have you both back. What? Great, great. Uh, Listen, there's a fabulous new dating show coming up. Danny Minogue is going to be your host on BBC Three this autumn. Have you heard about this show? Apparently, it starts off, the couple sort of meet and they have to, they actually have to kiss each other. That's how it starts, the premise of a complete stranger. And then they go on a date or something, I think. I don't know the full gen. Um, but uh, she was on telly the other week talking about it with Lorraine. Lorraine, they went... And they, they were sort of telling and talking about the show and also there was a lot of... a bit of mutual respect going on between Danny Minogue and Lorraine Kelly. Here it is. It's the first gay dating show and um, remind me why we've waited so long for this, I'm right? I'm amazed that because I kissed a boy, which is what it is called, should have been on years ago, for goodness sakes. Yeah, I just... I felt like... <sighs> I feel like it's been years since we've been watching so many dating shows, whether it's on an island, whether it's in a house. <laughs> and 
there's just time for something for the for LGBTQ sure. community. But you're a great ally, and you always have been. And way way back, I mean now, and of you, course, you're, no, you're, but, you're a gay no. icon. So <laughs> oh, come the, on. the boys are going to lose themselves <laughs> seeing you talking about this show. But, <laughs> That's beautiful, love. Yeah. I thought Lorraine was going to give her a little uh, sort of confession there. I kissed a boy and I was about, I wish Danny had said, and I liked it. <laughs> she missed one there. Um, sorry, can I just say, they, you've got to kiss a complete stranger and I then you decide. I think on- that's the premise. They, they meet and then they have to, have to have a kiss on the first moment of meeting, I so, believe. So what if it's not, not nice? You just go, oh, sorry. The show's two minutes long this week. <laughs> yeah, what, what does it do? I don't, I don't know. know. Then they have to go on a date, I think. I'm not exactly sure. The to be fair, it's right. better than having Jenny shoved in your face like oh. no. I've had enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. It's Elton with Britney, of course. Hold me closer <gasps> on Gay don't, don't mention Christina. Don't mention Christina Aguilera. Oh, yes. Don't. Yeah. Go on, go on a bit in piano, don't they? <laughs> well, Come on, sausage fingers, stop. <laughs> All right. This is Endips at Gadio. Email Endips at Gadio.co.uk. <laughs> Neil, we've had incoming. We've had incoming from my beautiful girlfriend, Australian Lisa. Now. I believe, because I'm going straight after the show down to London, I she might be in the queue already to go to Westminster Hall. Oh, right. Uh, but she sent me this early this morning. Can we say hi? Because I know he's listening to Paul Harris, mm. who is in the queue with his parents. Oh, lovely. He's in the queue with his parents in London, finally here with the parents and ready for a long day and probably night of queuing. Yeah. Eight hours and 4.5 miles to go. Wow. So many people I know. I went to Buckingham Palace last weekend with Australian Lisa. Mm. We looked at the flowers. Well, that was me gone. Yeah. That was me yeah. reading the messages. Yeah. Reading the messages. Did you uh, <gasps> help yourself to any of the marmalade at all? Yeah. No, I didn't, Neil, because <laughs> no, that, no, that's inappropriate. So, no, he didn't. So, I think we should have a little update from uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Australian Lisa, who may or may not be in a queue to Westminster Hall. Yeah, she's filed here. Hello, Lisa, come in. Hello. Oh. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Debbie. Hello, Neil. Oh, hi. Hello, Alex. Mm. It's been quite the time since I last spoke to you. Mm. I don't know how to be upbeat this week. Debbie and I went to the palace last week, and I went another time as well and saw all the beautiful flowers. I just don't think I can bring myself to do the eight and a half hour standing in the queue. No. So I'm going to pay my respects from my living room. Beautiful. The only sort of remotely happy thing that I feel like we can talk about is that tomorrow we're going to a wedding in Debbie's grandmother's old house where she grew up. How weird is that? That's a conversation starter. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's not the week to talk about jolly happy things, is it? (laughs) It's a strange time as an Australian. Mm. I love her. She's my queen. But anyway... Maybe I'll save my joy for next week. Oh. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. And this week I'll just say, have a lovely show, you beautiful people. Oh. Bye, I love you, bye. Oh, my God. oh bless her. I She's really you. affected, isn't she? Yeah, oh, so many people. Lise, Neil, yeah. so many people are. I mean, yeah. things have just set me off this week. Whenever I hear the Paddington mm. um, scene, that gets, that gets me sad. And mm. I tell you what else does it for me. When I'm watching the live stream from Westminster Hall and when uh, I... Army 
uh, people from the army, mm. like older men from the army, and they stand there and they salute. I know, yeah. Oh, love, that's me gone. I know the clips it's of it. her at the Highland Games and things like that. Yeah. You know, really, I just, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, we love her. We, we absolutely do. love her. We We're going to have a little dedication to our dear Queen at the end of the show as well. Okay. Has beautiful Lisa, thank you. Troy Savan. My, my, my on Gadio. This is Nina Debbie here. My, 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 Mr. Sexton. I've never loved a man how I love you. What film is that, please? Buzz in when you know. Oh, it's Buzz in. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. And. Yeah. Um, man with the nose. Man with the nose. Yes. Um, and he yeah. comes back and she's not really sure whether it's actually him or somebody else pretending to be him. Is that that one? Summersby. Yeah, yes. Yes, thank you, Luz. So it's ruined that. So I've egged it out a little bit. Yeah, Summersby would have done. Thanks for the buzzer as well. <laughs> I've got time to talk about a film from the 80s, Neil, that no one really watched. Because I have got breaking news ah, next. Uh, breaking uh, news yes. next. Oh. About the Irish Grace Jones. Oh, the one, lovely. the only, Roshi Murphy, who I saw on a bus last week in London. Ooh. on Galeo hard to forget this is Dylan Debbie here on Saturday afternoon mm. Mm. yes yeah very hard turn the turn the words around in the title of that song you've got a very different <laughs> sort of theme haven't you <laughs> haven't you at this is ndebs at Galeo email ndebs at galeo.co.uk we've got to say hello to a new listener very influential person oh good afternoon Nejahan. how are you uh, looking fabulous in your photo. Oh. Looking absolutely stunning there. It's beautiful to have you listening. Your delicious sort of auburn hair. Nadja, are you flirting with this tweeter? <laughs> yes, mm. because so. uh, Nadjahan is in charge of Apple Podcast promotions and oh. marketing at iTunes. And like we've always said, uh, that we've loved your work. We've loved your work deeply. <laughs> If you could help promote our podcast, we'd really, really appreciate that. Neil, just so anyone who doesn't know where you can get our podcast, where can you get our podcast? Well, if you do a search for Neil and Debbie on iTunes, you'll find it there. Yes. You'll also find it at mixcloud.com forward slash... No, don't promote them. No, I'm trying to flirt with iTunes. Okay. Or or you listen again at gaydio.co.uk. You'll find us there as well. But yes, iTunes is a great place to go. And do please leave a review. Thank you. Only a good one. Otherwise, we know where you live and we will come around because we're very threatening people. Now, right now, we are going over to, well, last week. We're going back in time. Thank you. Oh, look where I am. I'm in Clapham, Neil. I'm in Clapham. I'm opposite the Black Lab, a fabulous Australian coffee shop. And I turn my eyes up to the sky and go, oh, my God, who's on that bus? I don't believe it. It's history repeating. Roshi Murphy was on the bus. Like off of that video she did. She did the video. Uh, let me know. You know me better than you know myself. And she mm. sits, sits on the top of a double-decker ba- bus with a placky bag. Yeah. She sits up there with a plastic bag, just on the bus, on the night bus. So, Machine Murphy, I waved at her. She didn't wave back, Neil. But why didn't she wave back? Why? I don't know. Is she reading a book? She was an advert on the side of the oh. bus. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, that's Roshi Murphy. But I didn't get a chance to see what the thing she was advertising was called. Right. So I went onto the dark web and I found out what it was. Here we are back in Glastonbury in the summer where Roshi was talking to somebody from NME about this very moment. I, uh, You've got your, your acting debut king up in Park oh, Bad, right? Well, I'm a witch. 
which uh, my mother says isn't a stretch. <laughs> I've shot it. I've played a witch in a Netflix series, which is coming out in the autumn. Mm-hmm. And she's called Mercury, and she's a glamorous witch. Glam- the best kind. Yeah, but she's a she's a real mink. <laughs> oh, wow. She was going to say a real yeah, word yeah, rhyming yeah, with yeah. witch. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I was just listening to Roisin's voice. Mm-hmm. She's got such a voice. I'd love to see her do the sarcastic weather. Oh, she's absolutely peeing it down. <laughs> Don't bother. And then mic drop and then walk out. <laughs> she come out in the outfits like she comes out as Bertie Bassett when she goes on stage. Yeah. Or she comes out with one of the amazing hats, all the three heads. Yeah. Oh, it's make your nips will come out today. And that's... And then she, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say, that set that she did at Glastonbury this year, I don't know if it's still available to watch, but if you, if you get a chance to see it, it was superb. It was one of the best things I've yeah. ever seen ever. Well, it won't be as good as her doing the weather on the BBC. I'm going to write. And, uh, <laughs> I might save the BBC, actually. I might just save them. Rasheen Fish. Mm. I oh. can't be the only one. Brilliant. Rina Sawayama on Gay Days called Hold the Girl. Neil and Debbie here this Saturday afternoon. She's a fabulous um, Asian artist Neil who she's bisexual mm. and she said she her, she grew up in a family that well a sort of society where it was unacceptable to be bif- bif- biphobic bisexual because right. everyone was biphobic I'm not laughing at that I just might talk no. my words Neil yeah, yeah, I yeah. sort of words yeah. sort of regretting saying that now but uh, <laughs> you get the point you get the point she's a wonderful bisexual artist Neil, over we go to the BBC. I've just given a great suggestion that they should have Roisin Murphy doing their weather, sarcastic weather by Roisin Murphy, every now and again, just to make us smile. They did a brilliant thing this week on EastEnders. Uh, Neil, they did a tribute to the Queen. Oh, did they? Now, I don't watch EastEnders because we were banned as children because Mm. they don't speak, ironically, the Queen's English. (laughs) Yes, yeah. My dad said they don't pronounce their vowels. You're not watching that. Yeah, yeah. All right? Let's listen to Radio 4 instead. So, I don't know who any of these characters are, Neil, because I don't watch it, because it's a bit common. But I do know that... <laughs> Kathy! Kathy Beale was right. in there, because I remember yeah. her when I used to watch it. 50 years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah? So, Kathy is in there, and some people I don't know about, but they, listen to how they shoehorned the Queen into a recent episode, and then sort of moved on quite quickly. Okay. God bless her. She's been there our whole lives. It's not she's everything we've ever known. Just feels so personal, though, didn't it? You know, it just devastating. It's like we lost our name. Oh, we have. I mean, the country's lost it. Well, we've all lost our name. She made you feel so joyful and and safe. Well, thank goodness she made it to the Platinum Jubilee this year. (laughs) I mean, what a classy way to say goodbye. And what a day we had here, eh? Mm. Here Camilla and Prince Charles <laughs> right here with us. Uh, uh, King Charles the Third. Mm. Oh. Mm. Long live, live the, the king. king. Mm. Right. Well, we've got Cat and Phil's reception in here today, and the show <laughs> must go on. Mm. Well, that's what we do, innit? But first, I'm nipping up Buckingham Palace to pay my respects. Mick's got everything in hand, so. Oh. Do you know what? I think I'll come with you. Oh. Nice yeah. gear change yeah. there. Yeah, it? wasn't it, Jess? Yeah, move the plot on, move yeah, the plot yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah well done. <laughs> on and on and on, no. 
Nina Debbie on Gadia, that's us done pretty much for this week, but uh, what an emotional week it has been. It has, and may I just ask you what where you're going to be on Monday? I shall be at mm, home, at I'm home, sure, yeah. with everybody else doing the same thing in their homes, yeah. watching the telly, yeah. Yeah, and message your relatives, make sure that they're on I'm going to message my auntie Trish, who's on her own, she's in her 80s. Mm, so, yeah, just take, oh gosh, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a very heavy one. Can we just sort of play this clip, because it just is so beautiful, and it's my lasting memory of the Queen this I keep mine in here for later (laughs) it just makes you smile doesn't it and my goodness how different this clip sounds this was during the Covid speech we will Um, uh, we will be with our friends again we will be with our families again we will meet again I know. Very different meaning now, isn't it? Very different meaning. What a wonderful human being she was. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So just look up yourselves on Monday because it is going to be... Well, we're collectively there, aren't we? All together, we'll be watching the same thing. We will see you next week. We will. Thank you. For everything. That's very kind. Extra, extra, tweet all about it. Wow. I'm going to cry my eyes out, Neil, on Monday. I I know know. we're we're not going to talk about this the whole forever, but it's very few occasions I know that everybody will be doing the same thing. It's not a single person I don't know who's either not going to be there or watch it on TV. And that's around the world, love. Around the world. I think that this is going to have quite a profound effect on the world as well this yeah. event I really do uh, and, I do. and I think it's also a great chance perhaps to maybe reset ourselves as a country a little bit too oh look there we go she leaves quite if... a legacy doesn't she she really does she really does yeah she really does and uh, yeah I mean that's got you went a bit LBC there love <laughs> should I ring in with an opinion <laughs> Shall I ring in with an opinion? Would you please? Yeah. I'd like to go on air, please. I've got very, <laughs> a strong opinion on this. Oh, dear. please! Very good. Oh, love. By the way, did I t- did I tell you, um, uh, Neil, that my cousin Heidi, my beautiful cousin Heidi, who's a photographer, she went mm. up to London. She hates crowds like you. She's mm. not a crowdy person. No. And her mum, so my auntie, her mum's aunt relative is 95 so wow. this strikes a chord you've got to remember there's a lot of people who are of that age group yeah who are watching this and it, it has a whole different meaning doesn't well, it yeah, yeah. Think, <gasps> and um the she's called nana she's called nana and she lives on her own down in i think she's somewhere like cornwall right. she doesn't own a tv She's listening to everything on the radio and she feels really out of touch because she can't see any of the images. Mm. So Heidi went up to Buckingham Palace on the weekend and took a whole load of images of everyone's cards, all the cards that were left by the trees. And she's bought her every paper so she can send her down the footage. Oh, the, lovely. The thing is, yeah, and you've yeah. got to think there was a generation that just didn't do that. And I also didn't tell you about my Auntie Trish, did I? No, you didn't, no. So my Auntie Trish, I spoke to her because it was my great uncle Les's um, anniversary in the week. So on top of the Queen, she's had to deal with so a, year a, really, already. a year, yeah. Uncle Les. Do you remember I was late for the show back? You were, I? yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I was on the M4, couldn't get a signal. You were like, oh, here we are. Here we go again. History repeating. Debbie late for a show. Shocker. <laughs> and uh, she said, well, darling. She said, I rang her, rang her up. And she said, well, darling, you know I met the Queen, don't you? Oh. I said, no. 
She says, yes, well, like, she was a teacher in Windsor. Right. Like, near Windsor. And they all got invited when the when p- the polo games were on. Mm. And she said, and during half time or whatever, there's a posh word for it, during the whatever intermission, someone comes out with sales ice creams, mm. You all the people watching the, the game have to get on the pitch and divot. They have to cut, you know, push the divots down with their feet. I think that's the right word. So when the horses go... And they turf up the soil. Oh, I see. Right, yes, yes. So they've got yes. to go on and... Di- I mean, it's very ABC one. And do it with their feet. Yeah, gosh, look at that. What Stand do you think, down. Fenella? What do you think? <laughs> look at that divot over there. <laughs> so Auntie Trish, who's not posh, she was no. treading on the... She's putting the divots down with Uncle Les. Like, oh, God, we're really giving a good job. She turned around and who was right next to her? Right next to her. Queen. Queen. Was she yeah. div- divoting as well, was she? Divoting and having the time of her life. She loved right. it. She couldn't mm. wait to get on and divot. <laughs> so there we are. If you take one thing from today's show, the Queen loved divoting. There we are. I like to divot, divot. <laughs> I like to divot, divot. But uh, of everything, I think it's showed you when people have met her just what a wonderfully warm person yeah. she was. Totally. Yeah. There's also another story I can tell you. Do you want me to tell you? Go on. It was beautiful and I tried to find the clip and I just can't find it. On ABC Australia, they interviewed a British soldier who mm. met, who lives in Australia, he met the Queen. Right. He was invited to Buckingham Palace and he served in Aleppo. So this was during the Iraq War. And he was invited up and of one of only about 10 people in the room. And he couldn't speak. He was, he'd just come back and he'd got post-traumatic stress right right yeah absolutely he, he got pdst post-traumatic stress yeah, isn't it P- yeah, yeah. pst ptsd P- yeah. pts thank you love and uh, he sat next to the queen and, and he knew it was his turn to speak she came over and he just froze well the words wouldn't come yeah yeah no and she put her arm on his, his arm and said shall i help you and and he sort of just shook his head and she said to one of the ladies in waiting could you bring that box over here and over came the box she opened the box they both sat down do you know what was in that box what? dog biscuits oh. she got one dog biscuit out she broke it in half and she gave one to the soldier and she held one and the corgis came over and they spent 20 minutes Brilliant. feeding the dogs. And the conversation just flowed after that. Yeah, of course, yeah. And the soldier said that act, she just knew I couldn't speak. And her act of kindness and how she was around him mm. just says everything you need to know about the queen she knew how to handle everything and i yeah. don't think there will be ever be a person like her I know, I know. you can't learn that love no, and she can't. never wanted to be queen I that know. was something forced on her a yeah. duty forced on her and she took it she was working up till two days before she passed away i know she was yeah i know she was the most amazing human being i really have to say I can I just ask before we end today, because I don't want to be sad, how did your parents react, love? Well, they were both very upset, obviously. I mean, they, they were talking about how the fact that they remember when, you know, obviously she became queen and they remember mm. very vaguely the you know the, the the death of her father and everything as well. So they, they? they say, but they've, they've seen, you know, her entire reign, if you like. Mm. Um, and they are deeply moved. They, they, my, my dad literally has been glued to the coverage since it all started. Yeah. Um, you know, and absolutely fascinated by it. And, you know, just re-reminded of what an amazing life she led and 
the amazing and important, um, you know, effect that she's had on all of our lives, really. That's it. I think that's why the world turns around and they say all these stories. And I never realised, love, you know, the Queen's speech that she does every Christmas that we've taken mm. for granted and we're mm. really going to miss it this year. I tell you that, we're mm. going to miss it. Do you know, in every single speech that she did, she wrote something about being alone. Yes. She wrote, did you see that documentary yeah, that on BBC? Yeah, documentary is really yeah. good, yeah. Yeah. And she she wanted to include that you're not alone. Mm. She was there, mm. and you know Christmas is a time for family and loved ones, but not everyone has that. Mm. And I just thought, what an amazing, such compassionate woman, absolutely. Neil and Debbie. everything that's very kind <laughs> 